Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday evening here as uh, my day is kind of unraveled uh, in a way that I did not plan. I got some delayed on some phone calls, waiting for some stuff, taking my wife to the airport, running around doing, you know, quote-unquote adult shit. And uh, I still have to get my own workout in. It's about 5.30 p.m. right now, and I've been awake since 3.50 in the morning. So it's about, it's getting real uh, fast here. But uh, sometimes I'm like you guys. I'm just not super motivated to go do the miserable you know seven or eight things I have to do here in the gym to get the result I want so um, I'm gonna hop on this podcast here and hopefully it helps me you know kind of get motivated if you will and funny enough the podcast today we're talking about uh, getting out of a rut uh, or you know breaking a funk or or blasting through a plateau and you become you know kind of stale or bored in, in what you're doing in terms of you know, a transformation, whether it be training, nutrition, or you're just not sure which way to go with your goals and what you guys are trying to accomplish. And this goes for obviously, you know, health and fitness, but everything in life, you know, your your relationship with your husband or wife, uh, the job you're in for sure, you know, career chasing, different dreams that maybe you once had that have now shifted or changed for whatever reason. And I'm going to share a quote and I'll touch on a bunch of things throughout this, but I want to share a quote from Steve Shaw here. And Steve is the guy that put me on on muscle and strength, you know, man, almost 10 years ago now, it's, man, I'm getting old. Um, but he's the guy who gave me a shot way back in the day and let me break in and talk about intermittent fasting and my programming and training and gave me a platform when, when a lot of other people wouldn't. So I owe him a lot for that. And Steve's background, if you run Instagram, he's been the barman on Instagram. Uh, his story is pretty inspiring. He He's probably putting out more written content in terms of fitness content than, than pretty much anybody I can think of in the world. And I know a lot of people, you guys, a lot of people have been writing stuff every single day, but in terms of free programming and quality shit, he is right up there, if not the number one dude that that I know who's given out free stuff for multiple decades. And it's impressive. In, In his background, he, you know, when I met him, he was probably over 300 pounds, well over 300 pounds, if I'm going to be honest. Um, world-class powerlifter, though strong, but not necessarily what I would say healthy and super super fit, but just strong as fuck and living that kind of power, you know, lifting lifestyle. And flash forward now, he's probably about 100 pounds less and he looks amazing. And it, it's super impressive to watch his, his body transformation, his life transformation, how he eats, how he trains, everything he does now that didn't used to do. And I saw him post this on Instagram today and I shot him a message and said, hey, I'm going to put it on the podcast because I think it's inspiring. And uh, his quote goes like this, and I quote, when I was young, 30 sounded old, 40 sounded very old, and 50 was something close to the grave. Now I'm 51. Some of you are in your 40s or 50s and feel like you're washed up, completely done. You're tired, sleep like crap, feel like crap, way too much, and everything aches. For most of you, this is a byproduct of your choices. That's the bad and good news. Why good news? Choices can evolve and improve. If you dedicate yourself to not losing weight, but also taking care of your health with better food choices, you will feel better. You will look better. If you dedicate yourself to regular exercise, your health, energy, sleep, and general sense of well-being will improve. The way you feel is not normal. It's abnormal. Your past is filled with abnormal, abusive choices. Your future doesn't have to be. End quote. Now, if that doesn't resonate with a lot of you guys, you need to wake the fuck up because it's the reality. Um, And probably the the biggest thing that stands out to me um, of that whole thing is that 
the quote is, you're a byproduct of your choices. And I 100% believe that I've touched on it before. I'll touch on it again in a later podcast uh, on mindset and things that, that do really matter. Uh, but I believe it. And you guys do control your, your future. The past is the past, um, but the future is whatever you guys dictate it to be. So if you're stuck right now and you know you think you're too old or you're washed up, you're finished, I can promise you unless you're like you know 97, you still have a chance to turn this shit around. And this goes for everything in your life, not just your physical being. But if you can control the physical body, if you can control the flesh, I really don't think there's a lot of stuff stopping you. And so touching on the podcast today, you know, getting out of a, a, a funk or breaking through a plateau, um, all these are all things to describe, you know, feeling stuck or feeling like you're spinning your wheels or you're not making progress. And if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you already know I don't believe in that. And I believe we're always either making progress or we're regressing. There is no such thing as staying the same. Yeah, it might feel like sometimes you're just treading water, uh, but you're not. You're going one way or the other. And I guess some of the biggest things, and I took this from my homie Travis Mayer was sending some stuff going back and forth about, you know, how do you talk to clients about, you know, when they feel like they're stuck at a plateau. Uh, the biggest thing for me right off the gate, you guys, is just you have to be patient. You really do. You have to have a sense of urgency because time is running out and we only have so much of it. But you have to also have the sense of urgency in the context of being patient. Understand that this is a marathon race. Fitness is forever. How you train and how you eat is going to have to be with you for the rest of your life. And in the minute that you start eating like shit and not training and not taking care of yourself, things will fall apart pretty quickly. So be patient with the results and what you guys are doing. Don't be so quick to always just jump to conclusions and say that stuff's not working when you haven't really given it a chance. And doing something different every single day and never repeating patterns or meals or things because you want to keep it fresh and fun isn't really a recipe for success. Uh, if you look at how I train, yeah, I throw in a bunch of fun different variations for a handful of minutes of the workouts. And again, some of the days here are completely off the wall and different and I create different protocols. But I still squat every week. I split squat every week, I deadlift every week, I bench press every week, I overhead press every week, I push a sled every week. It's the same basic shit. But there's success in that. There's success in the simplicity of it. Same thing with my meals. If you look at what I eat, you guys, you know, if it's, you know, eggs and chicken and cauliflower rice and Brussels sprouts and cottage cheese, like it's really basic stuff. But it's helped me be successful. So I think for you guys, just being patient with things. And making them simple for you is an easy way to kick off. The second thing, you got to get serious sometimes. Maybe it's you guys are just lazy and you're not really putting in a legit effort that you have to be putting in. And only you know that. I can't answer that for you. But ask yourself and be completely fucking honest. Like stop right now and be like, hey man, am I really working as hard as I can? Am I really doing mobility You know when I'm supposed to? Am I really pushing the workouts when I'm in there? Am I really eating as well as I can? Or am I skipping workouts? Am I justifying too many glasses of wine and too many cheat meals and saying, you know, ah, it's okay, I'll make it up later. I'll be better tomorrow. Instead of giving yourself, you know, a chance to run through a program, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, to dedicate an honest fucking effort to your workouts, um, I'm willing to bet if you guys could do that and make a commitment. And that's why we run things like our 47-day transformation. And a side note, I have a 35-day advanced trainer that's starting on the 25th. Um, it's only for advanced people, so don't message me if you're not super, super advanced and you want to get into lifting and loading and really pushing yourself. It's the exact program that I'm going to do with you guys for 35 days, and it is not, um, it's not easy by any means. But that's why we create those things to give you guys this external motivator and window to really put forth the effort. And I bet if you can dedicate an honest effort, you know, to something for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, I bet you'll cheat a little bit less. You'll miss 
few, fewer workouts for sure. And I can promise you the results are going to come a lot quicker when you can do that. That's why we create those protocols. It's not just to do something, you know, it's not a band-aid and a gunshot when we're trying to get your results, you know, you know, to, to change your life and how you look in 40 days, 30 days, 28 days, but to give you something to be better than you'd be on your own. And I think that's crucial. The next thing I think having a training partner or community, I think is key. I've talked about before, and obviously I'm biased. I run a, you know, a coaching programs on the internet and in person. So I want you guys to be part of them or be part of somewhere where you feel you can be successful and you jive with somebody. Maybe you think I suck shit. You don't like the way I coach or the way I talk or the way I do it. That's fine. I'm not saying it has to be with me, but I think you're going to do a hell of a lot better with somebody else and a community of people than you're going to do on your own. Because when you have a good partner, when you have a good coach, when you have a good community, you can truly take your workouts and your results to the next level. There's no way in hell I would train as hard by myself on Sundays if I didn't have these crazy-ass people come in here and do it with me. They help level me up. If nothing else, they keep me honest and they keep me pushing the pace of what I would do on my own. Having somebody to hold you accountable and push you outside your comfort zone and call you out on your fucking bullshit when you want to quit or you're being lazy is always going to help you break through plateaus much faster. This goes for your marriage, this goes for your career, this goes for your education, any sports team you're on, and most certainly it does go for fitness. And the bonus part is when someone is your training partner or your coach or community, it is their job and duty to push you as much as they can or as much as you're willing to let them push you. When you have someone who is also expecting you to hold them accountable, it'll naturally make you guys kind of step your games up and you're leading by example for each other because one of you might suck at a particular movement or a pattern, but the other one is better at it. So you're always kind of, you know, playing that cat and mouse chasing game and it's competitive in a non-competitive environment. Obviously, you're not trying to beat their ass or maybe you are. If that's how you're wired. Like we always say like, that's not competitive. No, no, everything is competitive, but in a way that makes you guys better. It's like, you know, if you look at, you know, Magic Johnson and you look at Larry Bird, like they're always kind of leveling each other up. Or if you look at, you know, Michael and Magic or, you know, Michael and Larry, or I'm using basketball analogies here for you guys, but there's always somebody in your industry, in your field that you're going kind of toe to toe with to help you. And again, one of you is going to be always a little bit better, and a little bit worse, but if nothing else, they're leveling you up. And if the, the, the worst thing that happens is you have a friend who's a fucking rock star and they're amazing and they're always crushing you. If you're close to them, you're going to be that much better over time. The next thing you guys, I think, Switching up a routine or a program or a protocol. Now, again, I'm not talking about program jumping and gym jumping. If you're somewhere, be solidified there and give it a chance and try. Don't go to you know a coaching program or buy a program or work with somebody and give it a ish. You know, I'm doing it ish. I'm half ass efforting it. Like, give it the full effort. Go all in on it. Because if you don't, you're never going to see if the results really do work or not. Focus on something that's fun. Whether you guys, when I, when I say switch a routine or switch a program, focus on something that either you like to do or a goal you want to get after. If it's, if it's you want to be stronger, you want to be faster, you want to, you know, be able to run a half marathon, do an Ironman, you know, a road time, a ski time, uh, whatever it may be. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, punt everything that you, you like doing. If you like hiking and yoga, that stuff's all awesome too. But for, you know, an extended period of time, you can't switch every single day of working out and jumping around to different shit. You have to find a goal that you're driven to go after and stick with it for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, a year, two years, three years, if that's what it takes. Um, I can't tell you guys how long I've been trying to do the front splits for. And every time I make a bunch of progress, I, I deadlift and squat and it basically goes back to where I started, but I'm working on it. And even if it takes me another year or two years, I'm going to do it sure as shit, I promise you that. And that's something I'm striving for and working for. It forces me to do my mobility. 
in the byproduct is even if I never can do the front splits because a you know just I work on too much strength training work or genetically or whatever it may be, I'm a thousand times more mobile because I have that goal and I'm chasing that carrot that's always in front of me. The next one, I think having a positive atmosphere and, and changing your atmosphere is is huge. And obviously, this one is important to me um, because of the atmosphere and the community we've created, you know, on the internet and all of our coaching groups and our inner circle group uh, in the forty-seven day transformation. And every group that we coach, we have a little, you know, a unit of amazing group of people. And obviously, here at Jeremy Scott Fitness, in person, if you come into our space, everybody here is cool. Everybody here kicks ass. Everybody here has the same common goal. They just want to look better, move better, and feel better. And surrounding yourself with people who are putting in an honest, legit effort, and you know who are striving to be better and improve naturally, um, it'll help you guys do the same thing. You know, success breeds success. And, you know, if you're the average of the people you hang out with, I think hanging out with people who try, who eat better, who move better, who are dedicated to fitness, it helps you do the same thing. If you're always trying to do it on your own, um, I, I do think it gets tough. So having a great atmosphere of people, whether it's the energy, the education, or the combo of both, um, is an essential piece to being successful. The next one, I think... Maybe switching up your diet, um, and I'm not telling you to try you know a million different fad things, but you know for some people carb cycling works. For some people it's intermittent fasting. Some people it's you know keto, carnivore diet, backloading, uh, gluten free, paleo, whole thirty, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's all great. Um, some people it's all plant based stuff. If that works for you, the point I'm driving at is if you have an eating disorder, obviously don't get into some crazy stuff. The key is eating real food that fit within you know healthy macro ranges. But sometimes just trying something you know fun for four weeks or six weeks to see if it works for you can be a nice little challenge. And there's limitless options to do that. You just pick something and you stick with it. Um, and I think that's going to help you guys you know have fun with your eating, experiment, try new things. And again, I, the way I eat now is not how I ate even five years ago. And I've been intermittent fasting, you guys. Me personally, just works better for my lifestyle. I like it. Um, and the, the, the greatest reason it does work is it gives me a smaller window to eat so I have less chance to fuck up and I know I can control my overeating and my craziness. But I didn't always do it this way. When I started out, you know, almost 10 years ago, probably, yeah, probably 10 years ago now, um, I would eat all my meals between like, you know, 12 p.m. and like, you know, 8 p.m. And then it went from like kind of 11 to 7. I would switch it up a little bit. And now, you know, I'm eating in a much smaller window and I used to eat, you know, four meals a day. Now I just eat, you know, two meals a day. Some days I only eat one meal per day. But I found what works for me. And in between that, you guys, I've written articles on going paleo, going completely gluten-free. I've done carb cycling before. Um, I've done carb backloading. Uh, so I've done a bunch of different protocols to see which ones I like. And I've kind of mixed and done a hybrid of, of each of them. And I might try some different things. I might try carnivore diet here in the future and just go, you know, for, you know, four, six weeks and only eat meat uh, and see how that goes and see how I feel. And if I feel like shit, then I'll know. But at least I'm trying things just to see how I feel and what what parts of each diet and eating protocol I can take to morph into my lifestyle to help me be successful. And it's just something fun to educate yourself and, and see what works uh, for you and your personality type. And then the last one, this is probably the biggest thing. You guys have to really get rid of all the negative uh, bullshit thoughts, people, and things you're doing in your life if you want to be successful. And I'm talking about um, comparison shit on Instagram and Facebook and the world and comparing yourself to your friends and your family and thinking that other people are judging you or if it's you know the clicks and the negative people who cause you stress and drag you down. Um, it isn't worth it. Having a positive support group of people in a positive atmosphere who want to see you succeed will be a complete game changer for your life and everything you do, not just in fitness but in everything else. 
if you're in like a fucked up shitty environment, um, changing it is going to go a long way for you guys and changing your results and getting, you know, a long lasting lifestyle change. And I, and I use the internet stuff for the fact that I know a lot of people do this. They work out, they put in work and then they see for, you know, Instagram fitness people and they feel bad about themselves because they don't look like that. And I'm going to do a different podcast completely on that. But know this, a lot of you guys are comparing yourselves to other people's highlight reels and letting that drag you down and feeling inferior to them. And I've heard people super close to me do it consistently as recent as yesterday. And I just don't understand that if you're a person and you work in real estate and you work in finance and you work as a CPA, why the fuck are you comparing your body and and your life and how you look to a person who does fitness for a living? And I don't mean like a person who coaches, like I happen to look a certain way because I want to and I've dedicated my life to it. Most people who coach you guys and run an actual coaching business of, you know, personal training people do not look like me. Matter of fact, 99.9% of them do not look like me. They don't perform like me. They're not as muscular. They're not as lean. And they don't really worry about that. They just coach. They're a coach of fitness. Not that they don't work out, but they don't do it to this level. And the point I'm driving at is not to say, oh, you know, not to make me sound fucking amazing. It's not what this is. But I don't go into your job in your career and say, you know what? I can be a CPA just as good as you can be a CPA. I can sell real estate just as good as you can sell real estate. I can be a dentist just like you can be. How the fuck could I ever do that when your life has been dedicated to that? Your education, your craft, you're spending 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week doing that thing. I know I can't be as good of a CPA as you can. I know I can't be as good of a mechanic. That's why I pay you to do the shit because you're the expert in that field. I'm not going to compare my skills to your skills in that. So when you guys are doing these things and you're watching people and you see like, oh, so-and-so looks so good or she's so lean, she's so strong. I'm like, that's their job, especially if it is the internet fitness person where their job literally is just to look ripped and shredded and cute and perfect and do the form perfectly and create content to sell it to you. You cannot compete with that. I'm not saying you can't be as fit as them or as healthy as them. You for surely can if you want to dedicate as much time, effort, and energy. But it's going to take something away from the rest of your life. And so what I'm saying to you is if you have a group of people who are negative or if you're creating that negative environment yourself by the comparison thing, stop doing that shit, please, you guys. And the side note I'll make to that, when you're doing fitness and training, yeah, you have to have a certain program and protocol and eating but you have to do things that you like. You have to do things that are fun. Do fitness you enjoy, do the activities you love, and do them with people you have fun doing them with. If you do those things, you're going to have so much fun when you're exercising, quote unquote. You're going to get lost in the play and the movement and you'll have more fun doing it. And you're going to do it for longer durations while you're doing it. And you're doing it for an extended period of time. And all of a sudden, you know, 30 minutes will go by, 45 minutes will go by, an hour will go by. And you're like, holy shit, that was super quick. That was fun. I sweated. I moved. I talked to my friend. It was great. That's how you become truly fit. When you get lost, when fitness is the outcome, not just the goal of the activity. That's when you're hiking. That's when you're jumping in the pool doing cannibals. That's when you're taking a bike ride. That's when you're playing soccer with your kids. When fitness is the outcome of the activity, not the goal, that's when you guys will truly become fit. And I believe that. David Jack told me that years ago and it still holds true to this day. And on a side note, you guys... The reason that I talk this way and speak this way and run my businesses this way um, is because I understand the 
the power of positivity and the power of being surrounded by awesome, amazing people and not surrounding yourself and telling negative shit stories in your head about comparison and stuff because that's why I don't allow negative people who suck shit to be in my gym, in our business, in my community, in our internet groups, on our social media platforms. I don't believe in it. I believe in places where there's no judging of anybody and their journey. I think that shit is exhausting and it's stupid to be around. That's why I only allow positive, kick-ass, goal-oriented fucking humans that want to see other people succeed and will hold them up and lift them up and hold them to a higher standard. And we know we're all capable of doing that. A supportive, hardworking, amazing atmosphere will literally light a fire under your fucking ass and everybody else around you. And so you have to immerse yourself in that. And this goes for everything, for all the stuff you consume, from the books you read, the TV shows you watch, the people you hang out with, the conversations you have. If they're mostly positive, if they're mostly goal-oriented, and you all have you know, kind of the same common goal, you're going to be successful. So to me, those things, being patient with a sense of urgency, Getting serious about your training, like really not bullshitting yourself and being honest with the efforts you can put in. Next, having a training partner or community, switching up a routine that makes sense for you or having a goal that makes sense for you, being in an awesome atmosphere, changing your diet or having something that makes sense for you. And again, doing the shit that you love is the quickest, best way to break through any plateau you guys will ever have. And again, on a side note of all these things. There's always going to be days where you feel like you're in a funk and you don't want to do it. And I'm there right now. It's damn near 6 o'clock on a Friday night. I'm, I'm beat to shit. My, this week has drained me. It's been amazing and fun. I'm not complaining. But I'm tired. I'm a human fucking being. But on the same note, sometimes it's just okay to go through the motions. And sometimes it's okay to just be. You know, to just be who you are. Um, just to be okay with, you know, today wasn't the greatest workout ever and I gave it 77%, but it's better than 0%. And it built on the next day and the next day and the next day. And that's okay. It's you guys just consistently over time putting in the work. It's like the way I look at it like this, and, and I use fitness and I use finance the same all the time because they mirror themselves. On a day where you feel like you don't have it and you have to know, you know, if you're completely exhausted and drained, obviously take a day off if you need to. But if you know, you're just kind of like not really feeling it, but you can go in and get something done. If you gave 75% effort on the days where you felt like doing zero, over time you're going to be in a ridiculous amount of shape and fit and healthy that you never would have been if you just would have gave up. To me, the equivalent is like, well, I didn't have all you know $1,000 this month to put into my retirement account, so I'm going to put in zero. No, if you have 750 bucks, put the 750 bucks in. It's going to compound over time. You're going to become rich. And it's going to pay off for you. That's how I look at fitness the same way. If I can give 55% one day and do it in, the 55% is better than the 0%. And if you consistently do that over time, you'll break through all plateaus and all barriers. But just know like every day you're not gonna feel motivated. Every day you won't feel inspired. A lot of days you're gonna feel like you're just treading water in your marriage, in your business, in your life, in pretty much in everything. I think it's a natural feeling. And I think in the world today, we've gotten so afraid of you know feeling shitty. We got so afraid of feeling tired or feeling whatever it may be. And those days have to happen, you guys. You have to sometimes feel tired um, and maybe unmotivated and maybe not inspired to have the days where you feel super inspired, super jacked, and super motivated. There's a synergy there. The key is when you don't feel like doing it, when you feel like you're kind of just you know floating there treading water, to kick yourself in the ass and get it moving and to just push yourself through, whether that be, you know, 
putting on a different pair of shoes, you know, a different outfit, putting on a different song, changing the training program, doing something you really love instead of what's on the schedule to break you out of that funk and mold. Again, and you can take all the points I listed. Um, and if you do that over time, I think you guys will be successful breaking through all the barriers you're going to get because they're going to keep happening. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be days where like, ah, I don't want to do this shit. Refer back to this, give it a listen or whatever jacks you up um, and gets you guys rock and rolling outside of these simple tips you can write down and take with you anywhere. So if you guys are on iTunes right now, you know the drill. Stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop us a five-star. Leave a comment. There is literally tens and hundreds of thousands of you guys listening to this podcast. Um, and I want to see the comments. I want to see the reviews on iTunes. I really do. And if you think this can help anybody you train with or work with, friends, family, mom, dad, coworkers, brother, sister, whoever it may be, share it with them. It means the world to me. If you're on Instagram and you listen to it, snap a photo of it, tag me. I'm happy to reshare it. It lights me up. And I think if it helps one other person hear it and listen to it, um, you can change their world. And it's really that simple sometimes just by hearing a message. Um, it can change everything. So anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, hit me up, let me know, shoot me a message. If you sent me something recently and say, hey, Jeremy, can you record this? Please shoot it to me again. I'll get to it as soon as possible. It might have got lost in the shuffle. So say, hey, Jeremy, I want you to talk about X, Y, Z. Send it to me via DM, email, uh, go to the website, uh, put it in the contact form, whatever it may be. I'm happy to do it. And uh, until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, Just keep doing shit you love of people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.